This is the Polytechnicast. Hey, I'm Rob Stenzinger, and this is a place where I record some thoughts about the projects I'm working on and topics surrounding them. I've got kind of a big topic, and I've, I've had a couple of um, starts and stops trying to get my thoughts around this because it, starting a business has been something that I've been interested in and have dabbled in and dived into many times throughout my lifetime. I, even like as, as young as, is like being tw- like 12. Um, and right in that time frame is like when I was, uh, I was like consulting on a project for my dad doing a bunch of drawing for, for a book that he put into the world. That was my first illustration gig. But then I was also making software on the Apple II that I thought I could turn into um, like some viable shareware. And that was uh, to, it, it was something to help with making pixel art. That was all blocky and stuff, but that's just how things looked back then. And you moved a, a, a cursor with a joystick and lay down different colors and stuff. And it was easier than typing in all the commands as far as, you, you know, laying a brick of color uh, line by line via your coding, right? You could just do this via the stick and it's more visual and stuff like that. Anyway, um, I thought I could get paid for what I made and felt great with that, was excited and actually did research, you know, the magazines that were around at the time, you could, you could put out an ad. I was thought, well, how many people would see this ad and how many orders do I think I might get? And it was, it was fun to think about and to dabble with. And it didn't, it didn't actually get to market, but I'd, I'd been working on it and it didn't feel weird to all, to be a, a creator interested in business. And this is, I don't know, wearing multiple hats and all that stuff has just sort of continued on for me. Um, in high school, I, I joined Junior Achievement, and, and that was sort of an arrangement where you work with a bunch of peers to start a business and make a product and, and, and market it and sell it and all that stuff. Um, then I had started a business to make video games with some like-minded friends um, in my early 20s, and then that led to us starting another business to make websites and, um, you know, because the game had taught us a lot, but then the websites were actually making some money, um, which, you know, so then I've had this ever since then I've had more of an ebb and flow back and forth where, um, I'd have different kinds of side projects and different kinds of main gigs. Sometimes main gigs being a consulting thing independently. Sometimes it'd be working with the company all, I mean, just going back and forth, but all the while having some combination of a main gig and a side gig or even more than one side gig. And each one of those being a thing I wanted to make to get paid. And not just for the money, of course, lots of passion, art, creativity, going into a bunch of different things. Anything from, I was working on an app called uh, Personal Evolution, which I later found out that that, you know, someone else had been working on something with that name and I never made it to market. So it was never a problem, but like, um, that was a way to sort of like organize, think, uh, I don't know. I'm going to, don't want to overblow it, but like, if you've heard of OmniFocus, it was eh, directionally along those lines, where it was this way to 
interact in a grid with your tasks and different roles and things and important with you know goals in life and stuff. And uh, and I was developing and and using it for for my own you know goal planning and all that stuff and so on and different game comp different game projects uh, things like. Oh gosh, um, something that started as Page Eater that turned into Gen Hanu that actually did enter into the International Game Developer Festival. It probably wouldn't have made made it past the first round these days, but it did back then, 2004. Anyway, um, lots of these efforts, the side things. And so, yeah, of course, Gen Hanu wasn't like what was paying my bills, but it was a great place of uh, learning, practice, inspiration, and, and, and aspiration where I was trying to go next. And I can go on and on about these things because and there's this, this thing about the whole starting a business, I think is a little bit of a comfort in, in, in feeling comfortable with newness and saying, well, I'm not sure about everything I see that's happening right now in this place, but I know I can learn it if I pay attention and tune in and try to um, explore and test what I'm learning. And that in and of itself has been a theme in different parts of my career and whatever. Anyway, this whole podcast isn't a resume. It's not my you know, please read my LinkedIn or this is my narrated LinkedIn profile. It's not that. Um, but it is this topic of, okay, starting a business. And I guess in a, in a way getting reacclimated to that I'm really comfortable with it. And I, and I like this idea and I'm excited to be making that my current professional emphasis. And I'm, I'm currently focused on a business endeavor that is three pieces of the overall picture. So some businesses you make, you make a project and a product to get paid. And in some businesses you're making a a little more of a system of maybe multiple projects or services. And that's how you're getting paid. And so right now what I'm doing is three parts. I make teach and coach. So I make things like video games and have tested recently. This is so everything in those, those three pillars uh, has, has been chosen and I'm keeping it, holding on to it because I've recently tested it and I feel pretty good about it. So like, for instance, this game guitar fretter, I've had, I've, I made it about nine years ago and it um, I've updated it a bunch of times and it's, it's, it's sold okay over the years, you know, a few thousand copies. That's good. But like, that's not, you know, pay the rent forever money, right? That's, that's nice side project money. But I did an experiment this, um, this summer to celebrate the anniversary of Guitar Fighter. And I really got a fresh impression that if I offer a free to pay version of it, I think it could do all right. I think it will do maybe better than all right. So I will, I'm working on that. And that's, 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 that didn't come from just an assumption. It came from, I hadn't, you know, some curiosity and I explored it with the test. And now I'm following up on it by porting Guitar Fretter to Unity and I'm working on making it so there's a uh, um, a free-to-pay 
free to play version with a paid version also there. And that, that, um, you know, something fair, reasonable, nothing that's like ad supported and stuff. I know I don't want to create a, create a, um, a negative user experience, um, beyond saying, well, it doesn't all come for free anyway. So that's something I'm making. Uh, more to come after that when I have bandwidth to continue with things after that. But also I'm teaching. I've got the drawing user journey, drawing user journey maps class available on Skillshare and Gumroad. So the skill you can you can uh, so that class is is all about combining a whole bunch of things. I've seen great value in working with teams of different backgrounds and just really centering and collaborating, focused on what happens for the people that they're serving over time, right? In the beginning, as things continue, and as things continue even beyond that. And then if you start to combine your business perspective, engineering, makers, marketers, what have you, um, and then, of course, design, you're going to get some interesting insights and stuff's going to stand out. And whatever you collaborate on next, and it, it's, it'll, it'll be strengthened and more apparent by combining your perspectives on a user journey map. So I made a, I made a workshop for that. It's available at Gumroad and Skillshare. Skillshare, if you just go to robstenzinger.com, you click on the, there's a um, drawing user journey maps link on the main homepage. And then uh, the easiest way to get to the, you know, this is like the first time I've announced it. It's actually, I, I recently published that same workshop on Gumroad. So instead of having the subscription on Skillshare, you can just buy it one off all at once and have it on Gumroad. And um, that's uh, available to download via um, gum.co slash D-U-J-M. All right. So there you go. We covered make, which I suppose I should say would be guitarfretter.com. And then teach, which is drawing user journey maps. And then more to come, working on more new workshops and then coach, right? So coach came out of that the whole, um, you know, uh, Kate was, my wife, Kate was exploring, uh, this, you know, setting up a coaching side business because of, you know, passion project and excitement, curiosity. And as she was setting that up and I was being of assistance, I realized, oh my gosh, this is so close to things that I'm very familiar with that. I mean, I see common ground with this, with the, like this group that I could help, through coaching. So people who are product makers and leaders who are trying to build research and fuse teams who are trying to be agents for positive change and also are making meaningful products, all that stuff. Like, you know, if you, you don't have to infuse research in your process, you can essentially, if you got a budget and you can act on it, you can just build stuff. But then if you really want it to make more of a difference and you, you want to see it really serve your, you know, who the organization you're working with and you're really trying to see it serve the audience that you're connecting with. Yeah. Research helps a ton. And, and, um, but it's something that's new to a lot of places. So I'm, I'm really here to be a, a someone to cheer that on and, and help people who are helping make that happen. And, uh, so yeah, being a coach, it's not like I'm there to prescribe or only, um, get paid to solve other people's problems, but it's more about helping people's problem solving process by being there in support of it. That's more the coaching role. And that's 
that's exciting. That's pretty awesome. It's, it's similar to stuff I've done. Being comfortable with the newness of making business and making new things happen uh, both solo and in large org organizations. That's, that's one of the things I'm, I'm excited and comfortable with. So anyway, yeah, coaching. So I make, I teach, I coach. There you go. And oh, trying to do some catch up and keep sharing some things from time to time with the Polytechnicast. I was hoping to do a whole like mini season of these things over the summer, but um, that's about wrapping up. <laughs> so yeah, I made, I made uh, a few over uh, the course of summer 2019. And then this one is, is coming right at the end of summer. I think fall officially starts in a couple of days here or something. I should look at the calendar before I say things like that, but but here we are. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I'll, I'll keep at it. Polytech, more Polytechnic casts to come more talking about these things. And I just, yeah, I mean, so starting a business, keeping a business going, testing ideas, all that kind of stuff. Um, what are your thoughts about this? Um, what's your comfort with it? Is there, you know, do you, do you find any kind of sort of uh, friction or challenge when it comes to saying like, yeah, I'm a creative person, but I'm also a business person. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to hear what you have to think about that. And you can hit me up via the social spaces where I am at Rob Stenzinger or um, via email. I am Rob at shieldsstenzinger.com. Two S's in the middle, middle there. So it's shieldsstenzinger.com. Thanks so much for downloading this and thank you very much for listening. <laughs>